morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to be in the book of Psalms, Before, but before we get to that scripture, let us begin with a prayer. Friends, let us pray. This prayer was written by Robert Collier in the 19th century. O oh God, our Father, help me to a deeper trust in the life everlasting. May I feel that this love which is now evermore shall be. This work of life is the work thou hast given me to do, and when it is done, thou wilt give me more. This love that makes all our life so glad flows from thee, for thou art love, and we shall love forever. Help me to feel how day by day I see some dim shadows of the eternal day that will break upon us at last. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is Psalm 51, verses 1 through 19. Listen for a word from God. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner, when my mother conceived me. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I will teach your transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. For you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bowls will be offered on your altar. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, from the very beginning, there's a juxtaposition in this psalm of God's steadfast love and humanity's steadfast sinning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What is the good news in this passage, if anything? When I read this passage, I immediately think of 
uh, in our order of worship of the call to confession, um, which you have such a lovely way when you when you do it. Of it's my favorite it, thing. It's of of we. Can you say how you? I'm gonna mess it up. How do how do you? When we come together to worship God, we wh- remember God and all God's goodness, mm-hmm. and we also remember who we are. It's it's a recognition. You know this recognizing our own sinfulness and our own brokenness isn't this spiraling shame filled self-deprecating uh, masochistic moment uh, but it's a moment to remember that there are there is brokenness in our life and we cause brokenness in our in the world and so when we recognize that in its fullness and in its truth then we understand the love and redemption of God so much more intimately and more truly. And I think that's exactly what this passage is talking about, is uh, not uh, not just looking for cheap grace and writing it off and not uh, becoming even prideful in our um, self-deprecation, but instead looking at ourselves truthfully so that we understand this love of God that uh, calls us to something more uh, every single day. Yeah, you know what's I am always the thing that gives me the greatest hope for the church. Let me just start there. <laughs> is confession. Because every time someone enters our church, they are acknowledging that they are broken and sinful and that God is the hope of the world. And man, that just fills me up. That's like you know, I came to the church, came to faith from a place of deep brokenness. And so that is just the most heartening thing to me. I also am always amazed that we come before God and God doesn't want to te- want us to tell God all the ways we've been perfect. Mm-hmm. God says, hand me your brokenness and your sinfulness and we'll move forward. I will offer forgiveness. I will cleanse you. And so this psalm is amazing to me because it takes seriously the idea that God can take our sinfulness and wipe it away and offer forgiveness and help us turn around, right? Repent, turn around mm-hmm. and and move back out in a way that honors God in the world. Um, so this passage, it does give me a whole lot of hope. And um, I will take a broken and honest sinful moment over a righteous one any day of the week because one of those is more true than the other for me in many ways it speaks to the intimacy of god right of uh if i think about personally in my own life um there are lots of people that i have told stories about my goodness (laughs) about about things that i've done well uh there are probably three or four people in my life that i've shared deep brokenness with um and, and repeatedly. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I might have shared a story with a larger group or something um, to talk about the grace of God, but uh, to continually come back to the brokenness that's in my life, there's really only a few people that I feel comfortable sharing that with. Uh, And and the fact that God is calling us to that deeply intimate moment, uh, I think is is quite revealing of God's character and God's desire to know us intimately. And the whole of this psalm was written by David after he had an affair with Bathsheba and killed her husband. Mm -hmm. And then the prophet Nathan comes and like points it out to him. And he is so humbled that he writes this psalm. Mm -hmm. And so that is deeply human. And yet God used David um, for Israel, for the coming of Jesus into the world. And so it's really that beautiful kind of summation of 
uh, what life can be like when we are cognizant of and turn from our sin. Mm-hmm. Our quote today, as I'm scrolling down, is from Mother Teresa, who says, A clean heart is a free heart. A free heart can love Christ with an undivided love and chastity, convinced that nothing and nobody will separate it from his love. Mm. Mm, That's lovely. Friends, take this as your benediction out into the world today. You are accepted. You are accepted, accepted by that which is greater than you and the name of which you do not know. Do not ask for the name now. Perhaps you will find it later. Do not try to do anything now. Perhaps later you will do much. Do not seek for anything. Do not perform anything. Do not intend anything. Simply accept the fact that you are accepted. Amen. Amen. Amen.